Hello and welcome to this micro lesson episode of the show where we're going to be exploring hybrid working. This content came from a recent interview I did with Kate Chandy of the Work Actually podcast. Kate's really interested in what sits behind the job title, so I shared some examples of the kind of work that I've done supporting elite sports teams and also how our events and our digital platform at Sporting Edge are helping to drive innovation across all sorts of businesses. I'll leave a link to the full episode with Kate in the show notes in case you'd like to listen to her show. I know that some podcasters are precious about promoting other people's shows, but if you like the tone of the interview, then follow the link and subscribe to Kate's show. In this section of the interview, Kate was asking about what I was seeing and hearing from our clients on how they were wrestling with hybrid working. So let's dive straight in. We live in a slightly different world now where we have hybrid working and you've got people in an office and you've got people on their own largely at home working. There's a whole new host of challenges here for managers, isn't there? And, and well, not coaches as such, but managers in understanding how people are on a day-to-day basis because they can't see them as much or hear them as much. Yeah. Is that a problem you're you're finding in, in with people that you work with? Is that one of their challenges now? Well, definitely. I mean, one of the most popular webinars I've been, there's two two or three popular webinars I've been running. One is on resilience, personal resilience and well-being to avoid burnout because people yeah. are working extended hours and, and always on sort of FaceTime and, you know, with the screens. That That's one element. And the other one is hybrid working. How do we do it? And I think, you know, lots of traditional big businesses have got their real estate footprint. And, and we've heard from some of the, you know, traditional big banks saying, right, everybody back in and only 50% of the workforce has come back in. And, and that's created a bit of a an embarrassing situation for the senior leaders. To me, that's naive because I think we're going to lose talent that way. I think yeah. lots of people have proved that not only is working from home um, potentially better for productivity, but it's also preferable. Um, so I think we've got to understand that. So I think now we're moving into a phase where we've got to reconsider our view of work and hard work. So we may see our working environment change. The office may become a balance of more hot desking and open space for collaborative meetings where creative ideas can be generated or problems can be solved and one-to-one workspaces where there are little cubicles where lots of managers can meet you know, or teammates can discuss things one-on-one confidentially in little hubs. So we'll see the environment change. But I think that balance between using my time, commuting into the office to bring diverse teams together to solve a problem or improve a process or be creative or meet clients, that's great. And then there will also be deep, focused, individual work that I do at home uh, or in my home office or wherever that might be. And those two are equally important. So I think the manager's got to balance the two. The last thing we want is people resenting the fact that they've commuted an hour into the workplace to sit on a Zoom meeting that they could have done working from home. So we've got to use the collaborative and social time and have fun, have drinks together. That's great. That's an important part of it when we're together and then get into the deep focused work where we can work with a bit more autonomy and empowerment at home, you know, around our own dog walks and taking the kids to school and I think that combination will will end up winning over I just think it's um the managers and leaders are sort of getting their heads around at the moment 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I can relate to those challenges hugely. And I think, yeah, like you say, traveling in, paying that money that the value has completely changed to commuting to then sit on a Zoom call. And and it's just ensuring that resentment doesn't kick in. You talked earlier on about, um, or I think it was before we recorded about, you know, looking at how different businesses such as Google approach workplace and, and the effect of mindset. And actually, it's I think their ethos and many others of these new kind of tech companies is you know ensuring that resentment doesn't kick in we'll work you hard but we actually acknowledge that we're doing so and actually here's the other side of the coin maybe that can benefit yeah and I think you know listening to some of the neuroscientists that we've interviewed you know not all your best ideas come from staring at a spreadsheet or a screen you know this idea of offline processing and understanding unnatural rhythms through the day is absolutely critical you know Mm. um, working with England rugby you know with Eddie Jones and that team they basically absolutely beasted themselves in the morning. They'd have a nice lunch. Then they'd have a, an hour or two of sleep and downtime and ice baths and recovery. And then they'd come back and do another monster session in the afternoon. Now, you know, some of the neuroscientists and sleep experts that we've interviewed for our research talk about napping in that afternoon or yeah. certainly playing to your own, um, you know, daily rhythms um you know and and that ability that circadian rhythm some people are absolutely fizzing at seven o'clock in the morning and that's the time to get some stuff done for other people actually you're better at 10 o'clock at night and i think what this asynchronous work has done of hybrid is actually allow people to fit into those you know personalized performance routines but again we need to have a conversation about that because if i'm sending you emails at 10 o'clock at night that might be because all my kids are in bed it's quiet and I've actually got a bit of peace and I can actually do creative work then. I'm not expecting you, you know, if you've got a young family and you've just put them to bed and you're now exhausted and you're about to go to bed or you're in the bath, I don't want you to jump out and reply to an email. So it's just that cultural context that needs to be Mm. discussed in this modern, uh, you know, way of working. And then again, there's no guilt. There's no shame. You know, I worked with a CEO of a pharmaceutical business that was sending emails all through the night because he was flying from airport to airport and time zone to time zone. You know, it caused a little bit of, of sort of angst amongst the team that emails were coming on a Sunday night until we got in a workshop and said, just because I'm sending it then doesn't mean I need you to answer it. You know, yeah. And he just put a little sort of initial at the top to say for tomorrow or something and, and people see it and, you know, switch it off. But if it's urgent, phone me kind of thing, you know. I think it's those permissions because, again, when we're left on our own, we tend to worry about what everyone expects us to have done. And we start working on it anyway just to avoid the guilt. But actually, that's not good for our well-being. So I think we've definitely got an amazing opportunity to re, re-engineer the way we work. And that can help businesses yeah. and it can help us as individuals to work in a more productive and, and get a better work-life balance and, and use yeah. energy levels. I think it's really exciting. Well, I hope you found that helpful and I don't think anyone really knows where we're going to end up with this, but it looks like some kind of model where we have two or three days in the office and two or three days working from home will win over. But of course, I think, you know, it could depend on your specific situation. But what I'd love is that we just take the time to think and have the courage to challenge the old way of working, because I think this new way of working could give us so many opportunities. Now, clearly, At one end of the spectrum, working in customer service or 
in a factory, you know, demands has been on the premises. And at the other end, we might be an independent researcher or, or writing articles or whatever it might be. Uh, and that creative process can be done more remotely. But I think if we get the chance to explore the hybrid model, then that gives us a chance to balance our work life and also our productivity. If anyone's got any questions, any ideas for future shows, or you need any support over your summer conferences or leadership away days, then just drop me a note through to hello at sportingedge.com and we'll be straight back to you. So have a great week and we'll see you soon.